Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Making Moves. I'm here today with Miss Emily Moreno. Hello, thank you for having me. Thanks so much for coming. I know, I'm excited. I'm, I'm in LA, it's different, it's like, it's not cold, so. Uh, yeah, is it feel like, weird? It's so, we were just talking about it today that it's so weird to be around like Christmas time uh-huh. and it be warm. Like, well, it doesn't feel like the holidays. No, it does not feel like Christmas mm-hmm. over here. And I'm like, So you're an East Coast girl born and raised? Born and raised, East Coast, yeah. Okay. Like, I'll die there. You can't you can't take me out of there. I tried to live here for a little bit and I was like, mm, no. Did you really try to live here? Yeah, I lived in I was here for a content house for like seven months, six months. What was that like? Oh terrible. Yeah. That's <laughs> like crazy. terrible, terrible. I think that Why? Some, I think being so young and not really understanding how the industry works or anything like that. Also just being out of the East Coast is so different. Uh-huh. Um and we were just in really bad hands. Like we were in bad hands. Like it was not. How old were you? I was 22, 20. Yeah, like I was 22. So I was, I mean, old enough to know better. But yeah, it was a little crazy. But overall, I'm like grateful for the experience because it got me out of serving tables. But 
definitely if you're going to be in a content house like read your contract like <laughs> read your contract so. what a crazy story though like you mm-hmm. can that's like a funny thing to put on like a dating app like to oh, yeah. a lie I was in a content it's just so <laughs> random too like I, when I tell people they're like what? that doesn't even make sense mm-hmm. for you I'm like I know I don't know it was something it was something definitely I can't even imagine a, being in a content house because I feel like I have so many friends that are in like sororities and frats mm-hmm. and stuff but yeah. it's like that but social media and like numbers and business yeah, and like and clout. Yeah, it's very much like it's so weird living in a house with people that do what you do like work wise. And obviously like there's that natural born like competition of just like you want your videos to perform well. You want to do you want you just want to be the best. I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm very competitive like that. where I'm like, I want to be the best. If I'm going to do something and do it good. And just being surrounded by work like you just can't get away from it it's mm-hmm. you wake up you're in a meeting to figure out like how many tiktoks are we gonna make today and i'm mm-hmm. like oh my god dude like i i don't i just don't work like that do you feel like it stunted your creativity a or little did it bit help? no i definitely like stunted it just because when i film i like to film by myself and there's somebody around all the time mm-hmm. and it was just like okay i don't really want them to hear me making my videos like it's just like ugh, it's kind of cringy to me um so it was just it was a lot it was like okay this is great i mean the video still kept coming out but i feel like you can kind of see the dip of like okay she's obviously it just felt very like la content which i mean there's nothing wrong with that but it's just not typically how i it's just not you yeah it's not just how it's not how i work i was just i like to film in my car screaming my head off and being yeah. like this is what's happening to me and i didn't even have my car there so i was like i don't even know what i'm doing right now You're like i can't go on an uber it's and like, film this right I know, now <laughs> literally I was, it, my car is my office so i'm like this is just so like strange for me but no uh-huh. definitely a learning experience though what was your biggest takeaway from that experience oh read your contracts yeah read, read your, your contracts. contracts read okay. your contracts it's crazy too because social media within itself is such a new idea and a new like career thing that you don't know what to expect out of it. So when you dive into it, you're kind of like hit with all these like obstacles of like, I didn't know that I had to get a lawyer to read this because I read it, but I thought I understood it, but obviously mm-hmm. I didn't. Um, and there's just so much, so many things that people don't get to see because you see the videos and it's fun and it's great, but the behind the scenes of things of like running the actual business is like super daunting. So mm-hmm. definitely I got out of there just like read your contracts. And if something is too good to be true, then it probably isn't. Yeah. That, that's good advice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me a little bit about growing up on the East Coast. I didn't realize there was such a difference until I came over here. Mm-hmm. But overall, it was cold. It was so cold. But I'm used to the cold at this point. It was so much fun, though. I think being so close to everybody, especially living so close to New York City and going there all the time, everything is so accessible. Like, if you need something, it's right there. And I think I've been spoiled like that. I also, the fast pace of everything happening over there mm-hmm. is just, like, it's engraved in me now. So when I'm in other places, like, even L.A., it, everything is a little bit more lax. And I just don't work like that. And I'm like, where is it? I was like, where is my dish? Where is my food? Where is my... And I'm, like, constantly being like, we have to go. We have to go. Even sitting in traffic today, I was like, oh, my God. I was like, this is insane. Everything is so, like, just go with the flow of things. And uh-huh. Jersey and New York is like definitely the complete opposite of like move, move, move. Because if not, someone's going to like curse you out. What are other things about the East Coast you prefer more so than the West Coast? Just the people, honestly. Like I very much, they have a certain like way of speaking that it's like, this is what it is. And if I feel this way, I'm going to say this and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like it ends there and there's like no hard feelings. Someone's going to be like, I don't know. I feel like in LA, you have to kind of be careful what you say, especially just in 
working on social media, you just have to be very intentional with the words that you're using, which I always am. But in New York, you can look at someone and be like, girl, that outfit is trash. Like, you don't look good. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, and I'm sure you can still do that in LA, but I find in- I feel like well, your hair looks really good, though. <laughs> yeah, it's like, but <laughs> like a lot of fluff. Hair, right, exactly. There's like mm-hmm. a lot of like in between of it. I Like just the more direct, like just that aggressive energy uh-huh. is I think where I thrive. I don't know, but I, I'm biased, so. Yeah, of course, I get it. I'm a Midwest girl, so mm. I feel like when I moved to LA, it was like moving to a foreign country. Yeah, it's a I culture was like, shock. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, what the exactly. hell? Exactly, it feels like a different country, mm-hmm. especially when you're from like a small town, which are you from a small town? So in Jersey, yeah, it's a, the town is, I think it's like one of the last villages. It's a literal village, it's not a town, it's a village. Wait, what? Yeah, it's a, it's, I was gonna say. It's, I'm like, what <laughs> makes it a village? I honestly don't, I think the size of it, I think it's because it's so small or because they just haven't changed it. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, that's crazy. Yeah. So is it called like, it's the village of blank. the village of blank. Yeah. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's it's a it's a small town. You pretty much everybody knows everybody. Um, but yeah, it's it's funny when I tell people it's like they oh what town? I'm like no girl, it's a village. So you're the star of the village. I'm the star of the village. Hopefully, I mean, <laughs> goddamn. Like we have actually that's that's I'm I'm lying. Cause uh, Who you know else Cake is from Boss, the you know Cake Boss. Yes, he's from my my. Wait, is it Hoboken? Hoboken? Or well, whatever? his shop is in Hoboken, but he went to my high school. Get so out. he's low key the Please star. Please tell me you've of... collabed with him. No, I've honestly I used to bake cakes, so that was like my icon, my living legend. I was like, I love Cake Boss. Wait, why did everyone who's a Gen Z like have a Cake Boss face? I know, I don't know. I I did not know that he went to our high school, but when I found out, I was like, oh my god! Like, the obsession got so much worse after. But I don't know. I feel like everybody TLC was into, like, had a chokehold on all of us for a, little, a minute. Did oh you watch god. John and Kate plus eight? I didn't, but I do know, like, I watched, like, those clips. Of, okay. Like, yeah. I was, like, the YouTube person that would watch clips of it, but I knew, yeah. Got TLC it. was the girl, the living moment. Like, yeah. I, I just, <laughs> TLC was that girl. Is that's where my strange obsession was on? Was I that think TLC? so. Yeah, that and, was. And, like, um, say yes to the dress. Oh, stuff yeah, like love that. that, love that. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> it was everything for me. I'm like, is Cake Boss still on the air? I don't think so. We gotta I mean, bring it like, back. Or they need it on TikTok. They need it, yeah, right? Like, I feel like they'd, they'd thrive on there. I don't know. I know. Yeah, why aren't they? Because there's I that one chocolatier guy mm-hmm. who makes all the like crazy sculptures out of chocolate. But yeah. like, bring back cake box. Bring the. I need buddy. To. I need, on you know my what, for you buddy, page. If you're listening, <laughs> yeah. get a TikTok page. I will run it for you. I need. A, yeah. I will, wow. That's I will really... run it for you. I don't care. I'll put me in the stew. Put me in there. You like, guys I'll need make a collab. Cakes. Yeah. No. It's. Oh my god. He taught me how to make cakes, and I used to be so obsessed with it. That I was like, I'm gonna own my own like bakery one day. Whoa! Yeah, and that was that was a phase. That was genuinely okay. a phase. I was like, all right, I'm over it now because they take so long. Yeah, it's a long process. It takes like ten hours, like eight to ten hours to fully make like one of those cakes by yourself, especially like. Would you make like those type of cakes? Yeah, like, I did. I I was in it. Like Emily, I, I told you, I'm very like competitive with myself. Of like, if I'm gonna do something, I'm going to get everything. Okay. I'm gonna get the kit. I'm gonna make the fondant. We're gonna do the buttermilk, like icing. We're gonna do the whole situation. Did you do the rice? Krispies because I feel like his cakes are like yeah it's like 90 percent right. rice krispies yeah. treats yeah because it's the only thing that can hold up cake uh-huh. does not hold up well yeah so I I had rice krispies like I'm over I don't eat rice krispies anymore because of how much that I would just that play phase. around with it yeah. wait this is so funny yeah it's like a random have like, you done niche. any story times about that 
on no, your TikTok page? No, not <laughs> you really. Talk about your crazy not cake really. <laughs> Literally. No, I used to sell the cakes too. So I'd be like selling twenty dollar cakes of like yeah. <laughs> I was trying to make money any way that I could. You were I don't grinding. Care. Yeah, I was like ten and I would sell hot dogs and lemonade in the morning and then cakes by like order. Per wow. order. Yeah. I was I'm trying to make my money. I was just trying to make my money. I was like, I don't know why. Where I do you just... think you got this entrepreneur spirit from? Like were your parents encouraging this or was it just something innate in you? I feel like, well, my mom and my aunt run their own business, so I guess, like, kind of, like, came to me naturally. But I've always just been somebody that's, like, I want to figure out how to make money for myself. Like, uh-huh. that was just always a thing because I feel like that's where you get excitement out of it and that's where if you're passionate about it, you make the most money. Yeah. And I was always really obsessed with, like, quarters. So I was like, how can I make the most quarters that I possibly can? So I don't know. It was just something that was always innate in me of being, like, I'm going to figure out how to make this money and mm-hmm not work conventionally, I guess. So when you started social media, were you going into it with the intention of, I want to make money? No, definitely not. I think when I started social, well, I was posting videos for like 10 years. So On what? On YouTube. Okay. So you know when like Fred, yes. Nation like Princess, uh, Trisha Paytas, like yes. when they first started um, on YouTube is when I first got into it. So I was like watching their transition, like their own journeys of being like, I work here, but I make videos, da 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 da. And then at one point they're like, no, I'm gonna do this full time because I can do this full time. And that at that point was so new that it blew my mind that I was like, you can make a career out of making videos. I was like, I love to make videos. I record myself all the time. And I was like, I'm gonna try this. Who cares? I'm 10 years old. Like I'm selling cakes on the side. Like yeah. I got. I was like, this could like, be a whole other. I can't wreck. wait to get my yeah. full time job in social media. Not making like, cakes. This is going to be my full time job. I promise you, I'm gonna make it. Cause whatever. I just love to sing and dance, and that's what I did. So I posted videos on YouTube for the longest time, and then and that. What didn't were the work. videos about? It was me singing and dancing. Like I would <laughs> sing. What's the song? Um, don't tell me how to, like all Glee songs because I was obsessed with Glee at that point. Okay. Um, and then I did a dance to like Can't Be Tamed, Miley Cyrus. Oh, and I iconic. was like, um, this yeah, that was like my most viewed video. I had like five thousand views. I was so good. Crazy girl. Yeah, I was like, this is viral. And I was like, <laughs> we did it. So no, when I so then when I started on TikTok, it was just like a natural progression of things because mm-hmm. I stopped YouTube for. I stopped doing it just because people ended up finding it. And I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I was just like embarrassed by it, I guess. Mm. And then I was like, let me just post on Instagram. Did like a Finsta. And I was like, I'm going to post little stories on there. And then when TikTok happened, my friend was like, you should get on TikTok. And I was like, no, girl, like I'm not. Was this 2020 or what? Yeah, this was like 20. Yeah, like right before the pandemic was about to start. And I was like, no, I don't want to. She's like, just try it, just try it, just try it. So I got it, posted one video and I got like 10,000 views. And I was like, holy shit. I was like, this is a real viral video. Like, fuck, yeah. they can't be tamed 5K. Yeah. And then I was like, why don't I'm, I'll just try to tell my stories on here. So I tried to do it. And then that video went pretty viral. And that's how everything just started. Then that, that changed the trajectory of my life for the next two years. Because it was a story time every single day mm-hmm. for two years. So I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Mm-hmm. How did you not run out of stories to tell? I have a journal. I've been journaling since I was like nine, ten. Mm-hmm. So whenever, like every single, you can read my life back into these journals. I mean, that's so, awesome. Yeah, anything happens to me because like I was serving tables at that point, and I've had so much retail experience that the stories were just like natural. Of like, yeah, I've been working since I was fourteen, fifteen. So the stories just are never ending. And also, if I was short on a story, just go back into my journal. 
Mm-hmm. And I write everything down. I write everything down. Cause in I have your notes? In my notes, in my journal, like everything mm-hmm. is written down because I have a really bad memory. So. What does your journaling schedule look like? Like how often are you journaling? I would say not as much as I was beforehand because now I do a lot on my phone of just like writing down oh. things. But every once in a while, like two, three times a week if I'm feeling like crazy. But And is this something you're doing at night? Yeah, it's okay. like right before I go to bed usually, like when the day Getting is wrapped up. Yeah, of just like, so today I did this and this and this and this. I write down the so date. So it's really like time. a diary vibe. Yeah, it's okay. very much like just a diary. Like it's, I'm just writing my whole entire day down to like I have the date, the time, the year. That way I can just look back and be like, oh, on December 10th at 2.53 a.m., this is what I was writing. So do you like journaling because you like looking back on it eventually? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because it's like, it's honestly, it's like gossip of like, oh my God, she's crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sitting there, I'm it's like, like, oh my God. Gossip. Yeah, like, literally. Holy I'm like, shit. Yeah. I'm like, I don't, I completely forgot about that. Yeah. And I have uh-huh. such a bad memory that it's nice to look back on it. And then I, it's interesting to see in like 10 years from now. Cause even when I have like my diary entries from like 10, I'm like, God damn, Emily, like, you're so aggravating. So it's, it's funny. It's like I can watch myself grow up. Yeah. Which is mm-hmm. awesome. I think yeah. journaling is so underrated mm-hmm. for like so many things. I think it's good for your mental health. Yeah. I think it is nostalgic and it's like fun to have. It's like mm-hmm. cool that your future kids maybe can, you know, yeah. read through it. Or even with like videos, I always think about that. Like, mm-hmm. holy cow, like my future kids could watch my vlog. Yeah. Like from when I was like 20 something. Like, you know, that's crazy. It's like a snap in time, which I think is so cool. And again, like even the TikTok for those two years, like, you can just watch me grow up uh-huh. with these videos. And it's so cool to go back and see. And like, even the way that I do the videos now, the way I tell the story is not so different. Cause I mean, I'm not 21 anymore. So it's like, whoa, holy crap. It's literally just a snapshot of your life. Uh-huh. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Thank you so much to Apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of Making Moves. Apartments.com believes a dishwasher does more than just clean plates. It turns your whole place into a time machine by turning the time you would have spent washing dishes into extra time for you. That could mean more time to read, more time to knit, or more time to contemplate the vastness of time itself. 
With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live with an elusive dishwashing-slash-time-expanding device is easy. Apartments.com hosts the most rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. The one thing that has kept me sane throughout the 75 hard challenge, and more importantly, has kept me hydrated the most, is liquid IV. Y'all, when I tell you, I literally crave liquid IV. Like the lemon lime flavor lives rent-free in my head. First of all, it just always quenches my thirst, but it is perfectly sour and has that tangy taste to it. And it's just so good. Like a nice, cold, crisp glass of liquid IV. Oh my gosh. Sounds so good. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. So I actually just taste tested all of the flavors for you guys, the pear, the white peach, the green grape, and the lemon lime. And I have to tell you, I still think lemon lime is my favorite. (laughs) But my second favorite is green grape. And then my third favorite, believe it or not, is pear. I'm actually shocked by how much I like pear. And then in fourth place for me was the white peach. My favorite thing about Liquid IV is how convenient it is, especially because I am always on the go. I am booked and busy, and I'm sure you guys are too. So being able to pack it so easily in a purse or a carry-on or whatever the case is, like my work bag, I always have a Liquid IV in there because throughout my day, I get so thirsty and nothing truly satisfies my thirst craving other than a Liquid IV. Like it is so good. I literally want to make one right now. And listen, drinking water is great. Like I've been drinking so much water while doing the 75 hard challenge, but one stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you way better than water alone. And I love it because I feel like it actually revives me. And the best part about it is that there's no artificial sweeteners and zero sugar. However you hydrate, grab your liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TK at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code TK at liquidiv.com. I want to travel back to your brain space when that first video on TikTok hit 10K. Mm -hmm. Were you immediately like, okay, I'm now going to be consistent as hell? Like what was going through your mind at that moment? And how did you know it was going to be story times? After that, I was like, okay, 10,000 is a lot. And then immediately right after, I was like, let me try to do a story time. I was like, because that's... What was the first video? My first video was like a random video of me and my friend Vanessa, like just was messing it to a around. Sound or something? No, it was just like me and her, like messing around. She was, I was filming her out through my window. Oh, okay. And like she was just like dancing for like 15, 20 seconds. And it hit 10K. That hit 10K. And then the next day I was like, okay, let's post a story time. Let me see how this goes. And then that one got like 50K. And I was like, oh, crap. That's but why insane. did you think to post a story time? Had you been posting story times on the Instagram like a lot? Yeah, I've, I was always posting story times, mm-hmm. like even just on my Instagram, just casually. Every time that I did post story times, people were like, these are so funny. Like, these are so entertaining. So you were aware that you are a good storyteller. Yeah. I Got was it. like, this This is easy. So I've been doing that for so long. But obviously nobody was watching. Mm-hmm. My Instagram at that point had almost 600 followers, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I was just posting story times on my story. I think that's such an underrated thing to note is that 
people that like want to go viral or grow their social media, I feel like are like, I don't know my niche or like, I don't know mm-hmm. what to do. Like even sometimes with my own content, I'm like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I, like, I don't know what my story time video mm-hmm. is type of yeah. thing. And that's so cool that you paid attention to that positive feedback and we're like, this is my thing. Yeah. So early on. Yeah, because I think to the encouragement that I had of the people around me of, okay, if my picture gets 10 likes, I post a story time and it gets 20 and people are like, oh my God, haha, you're ridiculous. Like you're crazy. And I'm like, okay, well, obviously this is performing a little bit better. And it's not a huge case study now but of like millions of people watching. But at that point, something so small of just anything that makes people react, that alone can kind of give you information to be like, okay, this is what works. And now totally. I have a, fa- now I'm building a foundation to ultimately figure out what that niche is. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like story times came almost to me and it was just natural. It was the first thing when I'm put a, a camera up, let me tell you about my day. Um, and I figured out how to navigate through that because of the encouragement that I had when I only, only totally. had like 600 followers. So you post that first story time and it hit 20K? It hit like it hit like fifty k. Oh, fifty k. Yeah, fifty okay, k viewers. Yeah, yeah. And then what were you like? Okay, this is my thing. I was like, okay, well, the pandemic is starting. I have nothing to do. Um, I'm gonna post a story time every single day. And Where were you what, working before? I was working as a server at Hillstone. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you were the pandemic hit, so you couldn't work. So I couldn't work. They were like, it's two weeks. At first, they said it's yeah, only two weeks. We're gonna be yeah. off for two weeks. Yeah. And, and I was like, okay, it. cool, great, like. Working at that job in Hillstone is so strict that I was like, thank you so much. I want this yeah. break so bad. We like, all love that yeah, two-week break. It, exactly. But that two-week break ended up being like a whole entire year. So, or a couple months. I completely forget. That time is a blur. But yeah, did that. And I was like, thank God. Holy crap. Because I had nothing else to do. I was like, it gave me a motivation to get up and take a shower, put makeup on my face, do my hair, record a video that's it. Like it, it almost felt like I was getting ready for something because I knew that if I was just going to there's going to be an endless like fog of just not even getting ready, not getting out of my pajamas, which I mean, it's totally fine. But for me personally, I had to felt like I, I had to feel like I was doing something productive. Uh-huh. Totally. And, and the videos definitely made me feel like that because mm-hmm. I was like, I got to make up on my face. if I'm going to be on the Internet. So I don't do that anymore. I don't I just <laughs> now, now I'm a little bit more lazy about it or I'm just like it's first thing in the morning. I'm like, hey, guys, I get that, though, even people that work from home i always understand them when they're like i at least need to get dressed Mm -hmm. because it feel or like put shoes on because it feels like it just gets your day going it gets the momentum of your productive day going Yeah, exactly type of thing no that definitely did really help me um and i'm grateful for it because if not i don't know it would have been one it's already a blur that time but it definitely would have been a lot more blurry yeah so now you've done probably, what, 200 plus or 365 plus story time videos? Oh, yeah, definitely. How many do you think you've done? Story times on the internet? Yeah. Ooh, definitely like around. Like a thousand? More than a thousand? Um, not that I, a thousand that maybe I haven't posted all of them, but overall probably, yeah, like 500 story, 500 to 600 stories on there. Okay. So I would say you're almost like expert level at telling a story. I'm telling yeah, a damn good um, story. I would, I would hope so. I would yeah. hope so. Because they say if you do something for 10,000 hours, you become a professional or expert at it. Oh, yeah. I've definitely done it for over 10,000 hours. Okay. Because, I mean, filming, even the videos are what? They'll be three minutes long, but to film them, it takes like an hour. Okay. So I want to talk about that. Mm -hmm. I want to hear the whole process of what it's like filming a story time. Like the second you're like, I want to film a story time, I want to know what goes through your brain. Mm -hmm. Well, first, it's 
moments that happen. So if I'm walking down the street and somebody or if an incident happens or whatever it may be, or when I was serving, somebody's rude to me and there's that interaction that is written down in my notes. And I'm like, okay, this can be a story. We're just going to sit on this because now I sit on the stories. I don't just go ahead and just tell them anymore because that can get really dicey, especially when you're still kind of feeling it. But sit down, write it down in my notes, and then I go and I record. And it's not really more of like a strategy behind it because it's more so of like, I want to make sure that I'm painting this picture as well as I possibly can so that the viewer can feel almost as if they were there because that's super important and the aspect of telling a story. I can tell you, oh, yesterday I went to a restaurant and somebody cursed me out as opposed to it was a Friday night and you know this restaurant is super well known so they're always busy. That gives you a picture almost where you feel like you're there and you're a part of it. So definitely like having that. How do you know what details are worth noting versus what's worth leaving out? You don't want to just add things just to add things of being like, it was a Tuesday and it was wet and cold and you're talking about being inside somewhere. Like that doesn't really make sense. I think it has to be more around if it's going to help the story, like little minor details of like, I don't need to tell you the story forward. Yeah, it has to. Everything always has to move the story forward as opposed to just like expanding it this way Mm -hmm. because this doesn't make sense but you want to kind of go on this journey and you know you don't need to know what the guy was wearing unless it's relevant to the story copy Mm -hmm. that reminds me of editing because i feel like whenever Mm -hmm. i'm editing a video i'm like if this doesn't move the video along like then you gotta cut it out yeah yeah okay so you'll have the story you'll marinate on it for a little while Mm -hmm. and then you'll pull it out of the woodworks to film Mm -hmm. and then when you're filming is it just like free for all i'm gonna say everything and then i'm gonna cut it down or you like uh let me re-say that type of thing so i naturally talk very fast and especially when i'm telling a story i'm just like Mm -hmm. so i do a lot of breather moments where the way that i edit them it's like so today, this and this and this and this and this happened. Pause. Okay. Reset for the next one. And it's like then making that's how I also make sure that I'm not adding filler into it, especially since when I first started on TikTok, you could only tell a story in under a minute. Yeah. So you, I had to be really intentional with the things that I was saying. Even the three minute fe- feature sometimes like wasn't enough. So I had to make sure I was like, all right, let me say this and this and this. Stop. What am I going to say next? Okay. What was the next part of the story? What can I add into it of just more so like joke wise of comedy wise? Because some of the stories that I do tell are a little sad um, and like really dark moments of my life. Mm-hmm. But I'm not here to share that. I'm here to make you laugh. Like that's so I have to think I'm like even there, there'll be moments where I have to stop and I'm like, oh, girl, your little emo. We're going to yeah. have to go back. And yeah, so having kind of that reset of each moment of just, OK, this is what I'm going to say. I have to be very intentional because I do have a time limit. If I were just talking just to talk. Oh my God! I, I like you. <laughs> We'd be here for hours. You, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would tell a story in like an hour, but yeah. So I have to kind of reset myself like that. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite story you've told on the internet? My favorite story? Nobody's ever. No one's ever asked me that. You like stumped me here. And don't just say the one that's gone the most the, viral. Yeah, that's like, what I, that's like the it's easy cop the out. Video, yeah, it's always yeah. the videos I like the best that flop. <laughs> yeah. No, you know what? I think a story that. Mm, when okay I, I know i know which one it is it's when a guy 
cold, said that my butt, like he kept saying that my butt was fat, but I was like, I don't, I, my butt is not fat. <laughs> like I'm very, I know that I'm very self-aware and it just made me feel uncomfortable. Okay. And that was probably, I've heard that one. Yeah. That mm-hmm. I had the most fun filming that one because the overall story of it is just so dumb and silly. Like uh-huh. it, it, there's nothing of like, I'm not changing the world here, but I just had so much fun and I was like, I had to stop not to reset, but to like not laugh because I'm like, this is so ridiculous. And the way that I reacted to it was so ridiculous. The answer I got from him was so ridiculous that each time I was like, girl, this is this is nuts. So that was definitely one of my favorites because I just had so much fun doing it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was like, I don't even care if this doesn't perform well. Like you can see it in my face that I was like. Just having a good time. I love when stuff like that happens. You don't even need like extra emphasis or details mm-hmm. because it's just so funny on its own. Yeah. It's, or like insane on its exactly. own. Exactly. Like I don't have to add jokes in there because the entire story is a joke. It speaks like, for itself. Yeah. yeah. It speaks for itself. Like the guy was just like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, but I know, you're, I know your ass is flat, but like I don't want to keep remind myself of it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like that response alone is like, okay, sure, I guess. it's It doesn't need any like boost up. Uh-huh. Okay. What would you say for someone who is known for being a bad storyteller? Mm. What advice would you give them when it comes to storytelling? Like that, just the average Joe that wants to be the life of the party at a yeah. dinner and they're telling a story. Like, what do you feel like are the keys to telling a great story? First, you have to think about it in your head. Because I think that a lot of the times when people tell stories, you'll fall into them thinking about it as they're telling it. And they're trying to like build it as it's happening. And if you already have that picture in your mind of, okay, this is what I'm going to say, just think about what you have to say beforehand. Like have a mini game plan? Yeah, like have a mini game. If, for example, if we're having a conversation and I'm like, oh, I have a story about that, I'll go through all of it. And I'm like, okay, this and this and this and this. That way I don't get lost in mm-hmm. it. But also making sure, especially in conversation, which applies to social media too, that you're not just saying things like, tell the story I feel like people sometimes go on tangents of like and it was raining and the car was red and it's like but that's not it's not relevant to the story so this is I'm gonna lose interest in Mm -hmm. it but also again building that picture but being very intentional with the details you decide to share so it's like kind of game planning your bullet points in Mm -hmm. the story yeah okay so do that is there any other tips you would give there's has to be a confidence behind it and I think that's just more so when conversation wise when you're speaking to people Mm -hmm. having just speaking confidently because I think that sometimes when people start to and I've seen it when people start to tell stories they kind of get like intimidated halfway through and it's like oh a good story and it goes hmm and it's like all right you kind of lost confidence in it already there and it's you just kind of have to have that confidence behind it just in regular everyday conversation Mm -hmm. though. Okay. What about if you have like an average Joe stories? I'm just thinking about someone in Again, at a dinner, and mm-hmm. they want to tell an average Joe story, but they want to add some fluff and some some drama to it. Mm. Do you have any tips there? Synonyms. Synonyms will be your best friend. Like, oh. I a lot of the times when I think of stories, I'm like, all right, I can say my head is big, or I can say my dome is big. Like, that's a synonym for that word, and that makes it automatically funnier. Because, like, wait, what did you say? Like, it's almost the thing of you also want to actively make people think. I love using, like, just different ways to say things always engages people because they're like, I didn't even, how did you even think of that? It almost is like a little trick or you're almost like tricking them, like, pay attention. Yeah, pay attention because it's like, wait, what did you just say? That's really interesting. Yeah. I love that tip. It's, again, you can say 
you know, it's cold outside. I think that's also a lot of East Coast slang also helps me because, like, you could say it's cold outside or you could say, oh, my God, it's brick. And they're like, whoa. Explain yeah, wait, that. what? Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. So that slang from the East Coast really helps me. But also I'm always thinking like synonyms. I can say this, but I can also say it in a way that it makes you think of like, mm-hmm. how did where did that come out of? Wow, that's a great tip. Yeah. Are there any other tips you have to add some think, fluff, add some drama, add some juice to a story? I talk with my hands. Maybe that works. I don't know. Yeah, you're animated. Then, yeah, like True. being animated in it, I think really kind of works for me. It helps uh, paint a picture more sometimes. Yeah, if, if you can visibly see, I mean, I, I'm I'm Latina, so I'm always talking with my hands. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, if I'm talking about this and this, and it's that also helps paint a picture. Okay. So just be a little bit animated mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now you've obviously become this like professional storyteller is there a world where you would want to expand these small stories into something bigger like would you ever want to make a movie out of one of your stories or like become an author is there like a Mm. world you would want to expand i guess your career in that way Mm, no uh (laughs) (laughs) no i don't not i mean i think i love to do stories and i think it's so much fun but there is the opposite end of it where I'm telling stories about my life and that can get a little dicey because my life should that much of my life should not be on the internet um especially in the early years. So although I love to do it, it's not what originally I've gotten to this for. Like I was a dancer and I love to sing and I love to do all these things and I was trained to do that and that's kind of if I were to expand out of it, I would want to be able to tell the story of that of of what dance looked like for me, of what that looks like now as a 24-year-old, mm-hmm. even though I was a competitive dancer for like 10 years, mm-hmm. of kind of figuring out how to get into the industry that I was trained to be in. Is now your goal to get into like full-blown dancer world? Just like entertainment overall. Like Got it. I love, I've always loved entertainment. Like when I was a little kid, I saw Hannah Montana and I swore I was like, I'm going to be Hannah Montana. I, I mean, think we all did. I think Miley we, has that effect yeah, on all Miley of us. Miley has has had everybody in a chokehold since she was ten years old, so she's iconic. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think I don't know. Whenever I when I saw that, I was like, I want to do that. I want to do that, and I want to figure out everything about it. Yeah. And that's what I did. So I was in dance. I was in like theater. Like I did all of that, and that was really something that I was passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when social media ended up happening, I was like, okay, I'm also passionate about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me try to do this on full force. But now I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, I really miss that. I really miss being on stage and entertaining people. And like that is, that's like home, that's calling. Mm-hmm. So I think it would be a pivot into that entertainment industry, but yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. 
what are your goals for like the next three to five years or 10 years i'm like what what would you like to be doing singing dancing acting yeah like, like singing dancing like that is the dream overall is to sell at madison square garden like that's the dream singing that's yeah like, and dancing and Girl, dancing yeah because i again i was really good at choreographing like i can put on a show very well and i love like the creative process of that uh-huh. so if i were and i've done it for so many other people because i was a dance teacher for a good amount of time that if i can do that and make it my show like that's like that's nuts that'd be crazy because the stuff that i have in my head it's like to be able to bring stuff to life especially through dance and like singing and all that it's amazing and if i were able to do that for myself that's the dream I'm literally visualizing you right now being like this pop star <laughs> in, Madison, in Madison Square Garden doing your singing and dancing. But one of my favorite things about concerts is being there in the flesh, seeing mm-hmm. your favorite artist and them like getting to speak to their fans. Mm-hmm. And I can't even imagine how good you would be at the in-between yeah. song talking because you're so damn good at telling stories. Yeah. Like. That would be iconic. No, that would... The, I think about it. You know when you see, like, those TikToks of people, it's, like, me in my room at 3 a.m. being, like, thank yes. you. <laughs> and, like, me and my friends love karaoke. That's, our, like, our, our thing. We go yeah. every single weekend to the same spot they know us there. We should have a membership there at this point. And every single time between things, we're, like, thank you so much, yeah. Madison Square Garden. We love you. <laughs> and it's, like, it's just funny to even think about. Also, again, stories can go... You can tell stories just verbally and that's fine, but you can also tell a story within a show. And like, totally. that is, I think, probably where that would just be so cool. Even in the in-betweens of being like, thank you guys so much. Like, I'm so happy to be here. Like that, I don't know. It, it like, it makes me like giddy to think about. Like it's, I think it's just cool. Have you kickstarted that singing career at all yet? Oh no, I'm like, even the fact that we're talking about this right now is like making me sweat. <laughs> like, I'm looking at Mike Publicist and he's like, girl, I don't know how you got me to start talking about this. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I, you can I'm tell very... stories through songs. Yeah. Like, now I'm sweating. I'm about to take this off. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think it's just when you have, we were talking about this yesterday, but when you have something that's like so close to your heart, uh, it's a little difficult to put it out into the universe because then it's like, I don't want it to be taken away from me. Well, but, also, it's scary because now it's out there to be criticized yeah, and you care criti- about it. Exactly. It's something that I genuinely like. Not that I don't care about the stories, but you can't, if you want to have an opinion on what happened to me in my life, you're dumb. Like, that yeah. made, that doesn't make any sense. But if you want to have an opinion about, like, my dancing and my singing, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, like, goddamn. But anyone that ridicules someone for doing their passion or trying something they've they've always wanted to do, Anyone that ridicules someone for that is weird as hell. No, that's what I'm saying. That is corny and weird and embarrassing if you're making fun of someone for following their dreams. Exactly. And I think, too, like, I've been falling more into it because I was like, the first step of it is just, like, admitting it. But I've learned, especially since now I've been on social media for so long, that if some people are just genuinely, like, bitter, it has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with things that I've said or just people are genuinely bitter and they don't want to see other people do things that they maybe would want to do, mm-hmm. regardless of whatever that may be. Not even just in entertainment, just overall. You know what I was thinking about today, Emily? Literally, I was getting ready today, and I was like, we need to normalize just wanting the best for people. Yeah. Because <laughs> why is everyone so obsessed, specifically on the internet, I can't speak today, <laughs> when someone is having their downfall, 
always they in the comments they're it. like i've been waiting for this yeah. one to happen like blah 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 like th the other day i saw someone do like a pr production for 2024 and they were mm -hmm. like this creator is gonna get canceled and everyone's like can't wait for blah 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 and i was like normalize just genuinely being happy for someone yeah question mark like that's crazy that's crazy it's I mean, so weird yeah you know, the thing too that i always think about it's like people love to build people up just to bring them down. yes there's like this weird satisfaction in it and it's scary and it's like oh my god because then you'll have all everybody come out from the comments and be like yes 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 oh my god they suck like i knew it like whoa it's so again it, it's a scare the internet can be a very scary place like yeah it's, it's just it's crazy that like we would need to normalize just being happy for yeah, someone. That's it. It's all it takes is be like, you know what, girl? Live your life. Good it's for so you. Weird. Like, I know. And it's sad. I feel like if when you're not on the receiving end of it, when you don't do social media like this and you don't get like you don't realize I feel like that changes your mindset of just almost like I want everybody to win because at the end of the day, like, why wouldn't you? I don't know. Yeah. I feel like that's a human experience. Yeah, but even when I wasn't on social media and someone was having a downfall or blowing up, like I would never maybe if I thought something, mm -hmm. I still would never comment something. That's rude. that's like, what's that's crazy. Beyond yeah. weird to me. Yeah. If you take time out of your day to comment like hate on like other people's stuff. Like an actual troll comment. Like an actual, like that's, I don't think out of all the <laughs> years I've been on social up. media, I have never, ever in my life left a not hate a comment. Burner account. No, not even on a burner <laughs> account. I'm like, this is just, cause I'm like, all right, I'm not, I don't, I feel I'm very into the universe. So I feel like if you put Me that, if you, right, if you put that energy out there, it's going to come back to you and it's yes. going to come back to you in and tenfold. hit you in the face. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, even if I think whatever the thoughts that I have, I'm, that's mine. I'm not, that doesn't hurt anybody. Uh -huh. But if I'm leaving a comment, I'm trying to actually incite harm. Like, not even, like, just be rude. You're rude. You're mean. Like, I don't know. That's just, that's just too much. I Anytime I see someone in comments that is commenting, like, that hater stuff, like, yes, I've been waiting for this downfall, and I, like, see their profile, I'm like. It's a red flag. I'm like, y'all are weird. Yeah, like, you guys get, are weird. Sometimes if I see a crazy mean comment, I'm like, I don't know you, blocking, so mm -hmm. you don't even see my stuff. Right. That, right. <laughs> I'm like, it's so easy. If you don't like something, just energy. scroll. Ow. Just, right. I'm like, just, why do you have to bring it over here? I yeah. don't know. People are weird like that sometimes. Okay, so I, a little birdie told me mm. that you have a really exciting thing coming out oh soon oh <laughs> would you <laughs> would you care to share what that would be yeah because I'm, I'm not gonna lie i kind of freaked out when i saw it the, or heard about it the thing to okay so we're talking about being girls <laughs> yeah so i got offered to be in like a very 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 small part of mean girls emily that's crazy the, i mean the offer alone is insane like talk to me about your day like when you got that offer, like did this come in through the inbox? Was this through a manager? Was this no. through a DM? This was through a DM, and it was Kyle Hanagami who's choreographing the entire movie. Who is iconic, yeah, by iconic. the way, and the nicest person ever. He love oh my Kyle. God. What's so funny is because I was in dance for so long, I've take I took his class like back in the day when I was like 15, You're 16. You're like crazy. Oh yeah, and yeah. even in class, I was like, oh my god, this is crazy. This is crazy. Like oh my god, that's Kyle Hanagami. Like he's known for so much. So when he saw the Lady Gaga Bad Romance dance video that I did, and that was crazy. He ended up following me from that, and he DM'd me and was just like, hey, you know, I'm thinking, um, I'm doing this, I'm choreographing for this movie. I would be interested in maybe having you be a part of it in some way, in whatever capacity it may be. And I was like, absolutely, what the hell? I was like, you got me, yeah. And I think just a DM alone from him was like, you know who I am? Yeah. I'm like, this is crazy. Was this a DM via TikTok? On TikTok. Yeah, okay. On TikTok. And 
so that alone was crazy. And then they, obviously my team at the time was started talking to whoever they needed to and they kind of like set it up and told me what I had to do. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and that's kind of, again, I don't know, I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know how much I'm in it. I don't know anything, but I think just alone, Honestly, for me, the Kyle Hanagami part of it was like I'm set. Yeah, no, I'm literally. like I'm like I'm set. Like I really don't care. Like I, it's still an amazing opportunity He's though, so nonetheless. Awesome. Yeah, and so just talented, extremely talented, and just to even be thought of by him is a blessing and an honor. And yeah, I don't know. I I think it's super exciting. I'm excited to see it. I don't know what to expect, but. I don't know. I'm excited. So talk to me a little bit about the filming process. You said you filmed it remotely. Yeah. They're adding like social pieces to it. Obviously, it's Mean Girls and they want to modernize it to what it would look like now. And if you're in high school now, everybody has TikTok. Everybody has Instagram. Everybody is still on your phone. It's a part of like everyday society now. Mm -hmm. So they wanted to add like an element of social media to the movie. So everything that I did was very much as if I were to post my videos on TikTok. So it's very in that light of just social media. So it looks very much like my videos that I do at home. So you're not playing a character. You're no, playing no, yourself. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm playing my, again, and I, yeah, I don't even know how much I'm in it. I don't know, like, what exactly they have me doing because it was multiple different things. Was the choreography they taught you? So, no, but yes. That, I don't know what I can say because I don't want to say a part of the movie, uh-huh. but no and yes, I guess. It's very... I can't, uh, what I was, it's very social media based in the things that I had to do. Got so it. think of like modern social media, the, those keywords that come to your head. It's like slay. It's literally <laughs> slay. Go House clean. boots tea. Yeah. But no. Um, the the boots the, down. No, exactly. Um, no, but very much of like things that happen on social media when you go on the app, like what do you see a lot of? And they're kind of having, involving that with it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's pretty cool that they wanted to add that social media aspect and of it. And you filmed it all yourself and then you would just submit it? Mm-hmm. And, and did they have it. notes or where is it just like a free-for-all, like I'm they just were, submitting all this footage? Yeah, they were just like submit everything into these like specific folders and then if anything goes wrong or we need you to reshoot something, we'll let you know. So it's kind of like a, like filming a brand deal and submitting it. Yeah, definitely. It was very much like doing a brand deal. Interesting. Yeah, very, like very that. I didn't I didn't think about it. I didn't make the, that connection, but it's very much like filming Does a brand deal. Does it feel weird not having control of the edit? Yeah, honestly, I couldn't film regularly on my like, camera. I had to do it on like a separate app. And that app, like, oh my God, y'all. And, it's, and it was a little cold. So like, I am so white. The Holy Ghost for real came out. Like I was like trying not to like put my hand in frame so that the light can. It was just difficult. But um, yeah, no, it felt like I was yeah just shooting like a brand deal and then sending it to somebody. Yeah, I mean this is crazy. Like you could literally go into theaters and watch yourself on the big screen. Yeah, I know. I'm kind of like tripped up about that. But you, I don't know. We'll see. Because I'm, I'm have like you nervous. told your friends and stuff yet? Uh, no. What? Mm-mm. Oh my god, I would be telling everyone I know. No. I <laughs> I, that's the thing. I just because I am, I'm not. I don't want to say I'm a pessimist, but I'm very much like I keep my expectations very low. Yeah, like, I feel very like you low. kind of learn that once again then mm-hmm. into the industry. Yeah, because shit just doesn't happen sometimes. Exactly, and like with especially being in dance, like I've been that person that's like you got booked, and then I'm like yes, and I got tell everybody, it. and they're like just kidding, mm-hmm. get offset, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like okay. So for that reason, I'm like keeping my expectations very low, but. Again, just the offer from Kyle, that alone, like, 
made my whole like, screaming, year. crying, throwing up. Yeah, I'm literally. screaming, crying, throwing up for you. Yeah, and I cannot wait to be in theater and being like, oh, I know that. Girl. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm excited though. I'm excited to see the movie too. Uh huh. And you're going to see it this weekend. Yeah, I'm going on Sunday to go see it. Yeah. Will you get to meet the rest of the cast? I have no idea, honestly. Uh-huh. I don't know. I think that they they. I mean, I don't know, girl. <laughs> I, I really don't know. I, we've gotten little to no information. Got it. So that's why I'm all, I flew all the way to LA to see it, just to be like, I need to know more about this because this has been sitting with me for like a year now. When did you film it? Mm, like about a year ago. That's crazy. Yeah. I, or at least like the process started around uh-huh. like the holiday season. Is there anyone from the cast you would kind of fangirl if you met? Um, Probably like Renee Rapp. Oh, yeah. No, I... Her, yes. She's Tina like, Fey. Oh, Tina I mean, Fey. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, Period. Renee Rapp, love. Actually, I saw her at TikTok in the mix because um, uh-huh. she performed there. So I saw her set amazing, great. If I saw Tina Fey, oh, my God, that would blow my actual <laughs> mind. I think I yeah. only, I want to be in the movie just so I could be like, I know Tina Fey saw me because obviously Tina, Fe- Tina Fey has to watch the movie. She she knows who you are. I mean, I 100%. hope. 100%. I hope. God damn. That would be, that's so cool just to even think about. I, that's, honestly, I want to be in it just to be like, Tina Fey's on my face. That's crazy. Tina Fey's on my face. No, I think I would probably have like an aneurysm if I And I Tina bet Fey. the original Mean Girls cast will probably watch it too, which means that, I re- mean, yeah. the OG Regina is literally going to watch you. Oh, she's everything. I'm excited to see it. I'm I don't know. For you. I don't know. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm super, ex- even just like. I just like the Mean Girls like franchise of it all, so uh-huh. I'm just excited just to see the movie. If, even if I wasn't, if I didn't get offered for it, like I'd still be like super excited. to see I'm it. I'm so excited to see mm-hmm. it, and I'm so excited to see Renee in yeah. it because she is so fucking talented. Extra- I saw her it's on the Jennifer Hudson world. thing, and she. Yes, can't- I, when I'm sad, I literally scroll back yeah. on her Instagram and I watch it. Like, <laughs> like she's. I, it's embarrassing. Like I, it brings me mm-hmm. serotonin. No, she is so talented. So and perfect for the role. Like just so talented, and not even in just like the singing or performing mm-hmm. world. Like the way she runs her social media, mm-hmm. she's like fucking funny. Yeah. She's, she's funny. She's entertaining. She's very likable. Like so likable and yeah. real. Yeah, and, and even you on could podcasts. tell that's a real, actual person. Yeah, like, I think sometimes with celebrities like that, you can kind of almost see that. Like you want to be like, your friend. Yeah, it's it's she's she looks great. Like I don't know. She's so cool. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed. Okay, so you have to tell me. You text me if you meet Tina. Yeah, Faye. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll send you a selfie. Like yeah. it's me and Tina. I call her TT now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Out of your career so far, I guess other than the Mean Girls mm-hmm. thing, what would you say are like your pinch me moments? The Kyle thing, but also, oh my God, when Lady Gaga commented on my video. <gasps> Wait, on the one where you did Bad, Bad Romance? Romance? Yeah. Shut up. What did she say? She said, what was I thinking? Because in the beginning, honestly, no tea, no shade. I think I, I was so scared that I was going to be disrespectful because I didn't think the video was going to be as big as it was. I mean, so, it literally has what, like... It has like 50 million views or oh no, or no, is no. It that's a story time no no the story time is 50 that one has like 19 mil okay i mean still um, that's crazy yeah well i mean just gaga commenting on it because in the beginning of the video i was like the biggest mistake that lady guys ever made in, in her career was not putting me in the bad romance um video but let me show you bitch and i was like when i posted it and it started going viral i was like did i call lady gaga a bitch <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, no. I was like, no, but I'm like, it's an endearing thing. Like, yeah. I use that word so, like, You're like casually. Like, yeah. like, yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, like, it's, it's us and the bitches. Like, it's, yeah. I, I don't use it in a negative tone, but I, again, some people may see that. So when she commented, like, what was I thinking? I was like, 
I found out in a restaurant. I was eating with my boyfriend at like an Italian restaurant, and I just started crying. And I was like, "This, how? I I am still even speechless, like thinking about it. It's crazy because it doesn't. I can't wrap my head around. And then I made a response video to that one, and she commented on that one again. And I was like, "Oh my god, we're best friends at this point." Me and my me and my girl, Lady G. <laughs> Lady G. That's what's so cool about TikTok and TikTokers is like they could really blow up someone else's song or like mm-hmm. career or like even I think about Tate McRae. I was thinking about her yeah. on the way here because obviously her album just dropped. But like the way Greedy blew up, obviously because it's such a fucking good song and mm-hmm. she's so talented. But like oh so sorry. But we gotta thank Tube Girl a little. Yeah. Like that mm-hmm. song, I, I'm like thinking about whenever I hear that song, I'm thinking like, look, 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 mm-hmm. and like with Tube Girl. No, for real. Like, it's crazy. She blew her, like that song blew up because of that like trend and which that then became a trend. Uh-huh. And that was a song of the trend. So it was, it's crazy how social media just alone has changed the way a lot of industries, like the music industry, uh-huh. the acting industry, like everything is just changing because of social media. So it's really cool to see us be able to have like a say in who we want to be there. Totally. As opposed to just like the radio playing the same person, pushing that person out, being like, no, she's going to be famous. I think especially with TikTok, now we ha- kind of have that option of who do we want to be there and what do we like and what don't we like? Mm-hmm. And TikTok really does that. Who are your favorite creators to follow? Oh my God, Trisha Paytas. <laughs> Trisha <laughs> Paytas. Just Trish. Just Trish. Like The podcast uh, is so good. She was born podcast, to be a podcaster. She was. Because even when she did Frenemies, like... I oh would literally God. pay serious money for Frenemies to come oh, back. I would uh-huh, I would invest in that so <laughs> much. So much. You're like, like investor in Frenemies. Like, literally. I... Oh my God. I love her. She's iconic. She's been iconic. She is lives in her own world. And I love the that weekend part of it. DMing her, her not knowing, <laughs> like I mean, like sending a photo literally. of her in every weekend merch. <laughs> like I, she, oh my god, the McDonald's series where she has a uniform from every single like fast food chain. Domino's like, worker, do, obsessed. People didn't know if she actually was working or if she wasn't. Like that, she's so iconic. Naming her child Malibu Barbie, like. <sighs> She is, and she's pregnant again. I know she's pregnant again. I'm with so Elvis. happy for her. Good about Elvis. I know. I love. I love her. I know. I wish her nothing but the best, mm-hmm. and I'm always on her side. Like yeah. I love her. So- oh my god, I love her so much. Like she's <laughs> definitely. I get on social media just to see what she's doing. What is your favorite type of Trisha content? If I'm honest, like the OG crying on the floor was got like got me in. Now I love seeing her and Moses. Yeah, her and Moses is like so interesting and her and the baby and her just kind of feeding into her brand of I think she just did that that trend it's like oh I'm Trisha Paytas of course I'm gonna have like the biggest bedazzled yeah. like cup and it's like her doing that I just I love I love I love I'm and, just so happy for her that mm-hmm. she has found her person mm-hmm. like it's really endearing watching mm-hmm. someone like the trigger she's we've grown up with her yeah. you know what i mean 100%. and watching her grow up has been so cool like i'm so yeah. happy for her i'm she seems happy she does seem happy and i think to see again that's somebody that we can watch them grow up mm-hmm. before our eyes and she has never been somebody that's been shy about 
her personal struggles or anything like that. Like, she just says everything. She so, is the epitome of being authentic. Yeah. Like, you, <laughs> she, there's no, there's no lies with Trisha Paytas. But, yeah, and seeing her now, just, like, especially with the baby and, Mo, like, she just looks so happy and I'm so happy for her. Yeah, I me too. Her. Who are your other favorite creators? I love, like, Bretman Rock. Iconic. He's iconic. Like, Ricky Thompson. Mm -hmm. Those are the people that I really look at and, like, they genuinely make me laugh. Like, They're true entertainers. Yeah. Like, through and through, like, Bretman has the the fact that he's never even stepped foot, like, not even stepped foot, but doesn't live in L.A., doesn't live in New York. He lives in Hawaii, has his own thing going, like, very much in And, like, in world. the middle of nowhere. In yeah. Hawaii, in the so middle, it seems. Yeah. It's towards, and it's beautiful. And it's yeah. gorgeous. And, yeah, I love him. I think he's so funny. Ricky Thompson is absolutely hilarious. Yeah, I like more, like, people like that. Okay, amazing. I want to play a quick little game with you because I want to know your fast favorites. Okay. So we're going to do this before... You have to leave, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm kicking you out. Before so we're going to run through here. your favorites, and it'll be like a hot seat really quick. Okay. Okay, so first favorite I want to know is favorite color? Uh, black. Oh, wow. I wasn't yeah. expecting that. Why? I don't know. I've always really i just wear it all the time my all my this is not even my shirt this is his shirt <laughs> <laughs> the other shirt i was gonna wear was a black shirt um but yeah i just i've always worn it so is it favorite color to wear favorite color for everything favorite color for, for everything, everything love yeah. it favorite snack snack oh tostitos chips tortilla chips okay mm -hmm. love it like the scoops <laughs> like just any of i no actually the family style the big ones okay that no sauce i just want it like hint of lime I or do just, like hint of lime, but sometimes it like burns my tongue. I love when it burns like, my tongue. Oh my god! It's like, like when pineapple eats back at you. Like I don't. Uh. I'm loving when I'm like just like a little bit uncomfortable. Like whether it's too sour, too spicy. I'm like, mm -mm. I just love the pain. No, I just <laughs> love the pain. No, no, no. It's no. so good. Definitely love hint of lime though. Okay, favorite habit in your routine? Um, going to the gym. Okay, what do you do at the gym? Uh, depends the day. I You're do, like workout. Yeah, I was like depends the day. I do do the twelve three thirty. Okay, but that's how Come I on, start. Laura Geraldo. I know, but I try to. I I was like, let me intensify this just a little bit more. So I do thirteen uh, three thirty. So I just add the incline up. Uh, I start with that, and then I usually just do like weights. Got it. I'm trying to like get. I want to be able to like pick heavy things up. Like I don't know. I think that's okay. so cool. Love it. So yeah. Do you do? The gym in the morning, is it like a part of your routine or is it random? First thing out of bed. First thing out of bed. But I wake up late. So when you say first thing out of bed, I'm not saying like 9 a.m. Like I'm saying first thing out of bed at like 12, 1. Okay. But I also stream really late. I'm not a bum. Everyone's going to look at me and be like, she's so lazy. But I go to bed around like 6 Wait, what do you mean you stream? Stream on what? I stream on TikTok just like games. But oh, I stream okay. late night. So I stream till like 6 o'clock in the morning. Holy shit. Yeah. And then I go to bed and I wake up around like 12 and I go to the gym. Like on TikTok Live? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. And what are you playing? Uh, different games. I'm playing like Call of Duty, The Sims, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, like horror games. Well, that is the thing for live creators. A lot of them do start at night mm -hmm. because yeah. that's when everyone's on their phone. That's when everyone's just like watching on their phone and they'll just, you know, pass the time. How are you filming on TikTok your stream? Uh, on my PC. Okay. So to have TikTok Live Studio. Um, so you just have to download that into your PC and then you can film your actual computer and then have my like vlogging camera there. is that where you make your most money no where do you make your most money from brand deals brand deals mm -hmm. on tiktok yeah on tiktok oh, TikTok, instagram just brand deals period uh-huh mm -hmm. well on tiktok live you can make bank 
No, you can. That's the thing. That's why I stay up there for like till six o'clock in the morning because as later it gets, like you have those people that come in and they're like, "Here's a galaxy. Yeah. Here's a lion." And I'm like, "What? <laughs> the whales? The wha- Oh my god! Every so time crazy. I see a whale, I'm like, "Ah, yeah. <laughs> let's go." What's the most amount of money you've made from one stream? I don't know. <laughs> you don't want to share? I don't know. No. Good enough to buy a flight, I guess. Okay, or a that's couple great. flights. Okay, or a couple flights. Yeah. I don't know. It depends. Huh? I don't know. I don't know. A good amount. Well, I had a TikTok live show with TikTok. Yeah, it was called Are You Smarter Than an Influencer? So if Mm -hmm. it happens again, you got to come on the show. Oh, yeah. But it was super fun because we did the Mm multi-guest. So there would be like six creators and then I was the host. And it was like we would do Are You Smarter Than an Influencer questions. Mm -hmm. But we learned very quickly that you can make bank from TikTok Live. Yes, and the gifting, can. we appreciate. Yeah, the gifting we love. Yeah. Like, we love the gifting. That's and how I'm you always... support your favorite creators. No, for real. from their lives. Yeah. But a lot of the live stream creators, it's their full-time job is just going live. Yeah, I, I mean, I know I see people, like, battling. Like, I'm not doing that. I'm genuinely just playing games. And it's, if I get, like, a good hit or um, it's a good round or something, people are like, yes, go for it. And I'm like, all right, I'm not. So I'm, I don't know, it's, I don't battle or do anything like that because I know some people do, but I just I yeah get, battling. It's it's a thing. That's a that people like have their whole careers battling. Yeah, for and sure. I do it more so for fun though, because I just I'm always playing video games, so it's just the natural thing to be like, well, I'm gonna do it for eight hours anyways. You might as well just do it and like have. You're an doing audience. it for eight hours. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Emma. Even when I wasn't like streaming, I was playing games for hours. And are you like, what if if you get up and go pee, you just like keep the live on? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you're back, guys. My bathroom's right over there, so it's not too bad. What are you happy with with the amount of people on the stream watching you? Like Like how many people? Yeah, how many people are watching where you're like, holy shit, there's a lot of people on here. It depends the game, because when I was playing Five Nights at Freddy's, that was what? Like, Five Nights at Freddy's? Mm-hmm. What, is that a game? Yeah, a... it's a game. It's oh a game God, that feel... they just made a movie. Josh Hutcherson was in it. Oh my God. Okay, yeah. crazy. Um, But because they have so much lore behind that game. It's like a really popular old game. When I was doing that, that was like 1,800 people. Yeah, Like 2K people. people watching. And I'm like, this game's a little boring, but okay. And do you do it every night? Do you stream every night? I try to, yeah. Unless I'm, I'm like tired or it's too late. If you want to feel productive the next day. Because it is kind of like, it just you wake up and your day's gone. And it's like yeah. 1, 2 p.m. And they're like, where are So you're going you? to bed at 6 a.m.? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, you're like a night nurse. <laughs> oh yeah, I, lo- I love to stay up. I'm not I'm not a morning person by no means. Uh-huh. I'm very much like a night person. And when are you filming your story times? Mm, after the gym. So around after like, gym. so I'll do gym and then I'll go and I'll start filming from like 3. It's really whenever I kind of feel, feel it, if I'm honest with you. Okay, wow. I did not know about the streaming life. Yeah. And then do you watch other people's live streams? Mm-hmm. Who do you yeah. like watching? I don't know their names, but because you just jump I on. just it, I kind of just whatever because now I do it. It's just on TikTok. I just get recommended, so I just jump into random people's uh-huh. stream. But I play with certain people consistently. Like there's a girl named like I don't know her actual name, but I call her Witch because that's her like user. There's yeah. this other girl like Jess. So it's different people that I always play with, and then if they're streaming, I'll jump into theirs. Do you know Light Skin Nightmare, Mm-mm. the streamer? Mm-mm. He's a big like. TikTok live person. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. He like, he kills it on live. Oh wow, that's mm-hmm. nuts. Yeah, you. Can He's make awesome. A, a killing on there. Okay, moving right along. Sorry, tangent. Favorite store to shop at? I love Nike. I'm a really big like tracksuit person. I'm love. always wearing sweats. So today you got me in jeans. So it's very. <laughs> you got out of my all comfort. dressed up for the, yeah. for making moves. Favorite item in your closet? My platform Doc Martens. Cause love I it. like Doc Martens. Have so. you done a Doc Martens deal? No, Doc Martens. Hit me up. I collect them, so I have like a. I love Doc Martens. I love Doc Martens. 
They're like my go-to shoe. Okay. Love it. so many, yeah. Favorite movie? Ooh, Moulin Rouge, Coraline, Shutter Coraline's a good movie. Yeah, I love Coraline. They brought it back into the theaters, and I went to go watch it, and I was like super mad. Did they really recently? Mm -hmm. Why? Just because the fans wanted it. Oh. And they put it, they, it did amazing in the box. I have a little Coraline doll of me. so Of you? Mm-hmm. Cute. Yeah, Coraline's a crazy movie. Yeah, the, the cult following. It's a cult following. It is a cult following. I, like, <laughs> I went to fashion school, but I studied digital media there, and we had to cut a trailer from the whole movie. So the amount of times I've, like, watched clips of Coraline yeah. cutting a trailer or, like, it's editing nuts. it. Okay, favorite book? I guess Perks of Being a Wallflower. Are you yeah. not a big reader? I'm... Not a big reader, but I like audiobooks, but I listen Me to too. more of like the like the Britney Spears, Naya, like those type of books. Yeah. I just, I'm mad nosy. I just want to know what's <laughs> happening. Me too. Yeah, I'm so nosy. Though. I like, love an audiobook. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I usually read that, but I don't want to be like, the, my favorite book's the Britney Spears one because, I mean. Have uh, you read it already? Yeah. I, yeah. I Is it good? Uh, yeah, it's good. It's good. It's not as like juicy as I think everybody anticipated it to yeah. be, but still some good moments in there. I love the video of Addison Rae like with getting paparazzi, oh, just yeah, like with reading and walking. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I guess sure. I'm obsessed <laughs> with it. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, like okay. yes, girl, read like, and walk girl walk at the same time. Literally. <laughs> Favorite quote? I think, therefore, I am. Yeah. Oh, who was mm. that by? That's the uh, Descartes, the philosopher. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was probably, I was actually wanted to get that tattooed on me. Why does it resonate so much with you? Um, I think, well, when I heard it, I was in college, and it was just mainly because what he's saying, it's like, you can never know if anything is actually 100% real. The only thing that you know is real is yourself because you're a thinking, conscious being. So I think that really kind of stuck to me of just, whatever's happening in this world, you don't even know if it's real. Mm -hmm. But I know I am, and I know that the, capabilities that I have are real and how I feel is real and that's not to say I'm like invalidating everybody else's experience but yeah, yeah. it just it kind of gives you like that peace of mind of okay yeah I'm a thinking living being and that's a cool way to interpret that mm -hmm. I like that and last question is favorite form of self-care I love a good massage I love I don't know if like self-care is like an everyday thing because I'm not going to the spa no, every I day a, a massage is that would be crazy mm, a daily oh massage I wish I'm really into like also, just like people try like tingling my, I don't know. I think it's like ASMR thing, but just like people like playing with my hair. Oh my god, I love that. Anything. I love when you're getting your hair washed, like at the when you're getting your hair colored or cut. Oh, oh my nice. god, it's so good. And they're like, I just love all that. So a good massage, honestly. Okay. And last question I have for you is, what are you doing to make moves in your life right now? I'm doing the things that that have made me happy in the past again, and I'm kind of diving back into that. I'm diving back into you know, entertainment and in the ways that I first knew how to do it and just be more confident in the things that I want and not being not being shy about it and which is crazy because people think I'm like so confident on the internet but like everybody has their own thing that they're shy about and I'm trying to put myself out there again in the way that I did it when I was younger. I need a single from you in 2024. <laughs> Emily, Girl. chop chop. Get Girl, on we'll it. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on Making Moves. This was so fun. And I cannot wait to watch Mean Girls. I know. Thank you. Thank um, you for having me. Where can everyone follow you? 
Uh, at Emily with the knee on TikTok. You could do Emily Moreno for um, that's debatable podcast and at Emily Moreno Instagram. Yeah, if you want long form stories, her podcast is phenomenal. Yeah, big we do, fan. We do the long ones over there. But. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Follow us everywhere and be sure to make someone else's day this week. Bye. Bye. Love you. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.